This is Geek 4, a podcast about fans, fandom, and fan culture. I'm Dr. Michael Boyce. Everyone likes something, but what are you a geek for? One of the things that I've recently become a geek for, Victorian greeting cards. Okay, hear me out. My fascination really started over the Christmas season when I happened upon an image of one of these cards online. It was just so bizarre that I had to share it on social media. The card depicted a man, rather short man, dressed in Regency attire, standing in front of a woman in a red gown. The unique feature of the man was not his stature, although the woman towers over him. It's that his head is a plate of roast beef. I'll include some of these cards in the show's Instagram account, Geek4Pod, and on the website, michaelwboyce.com geek4, because truly, they need to be seen to be believed. I've heard of these odd Christmas cards before. Probably when I taught Victorian literature, something came up. I've probably seen a few over the years, but for some reason this Christmas, I became obsessed. I scoured the internet for as many of them as I could find. I shared them across all the social media platforms I'm on, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, using the hashtag Victorian Christmas Cards. From mid-December on, I shared dozens and dozens of these images. All in all, I probably got more consistent social media affirmation and love from sharing these bizarro cards than almost anything else I've posted certainly that I've posted with consistency. More than a couple of people messaged me to say that these cards brought a bright spot in a lonely and isolated holiday season. So what's so strange about these cards? And why have so many people responded to them? Well, there are quite a few of these cards that have food people. The aforementioned roast beef man, cheese-headed men, Christmas pudding creatures, and various anthropomorphized food. In one, they're attacking the chef, who is no doubt preparing to cook them. Animals also feature prominently. Frogs, monkeys, crayfish. Sometimes they're acting like people, sometimes they're acting like animals. There's no rhyme or reason. In one, a kangaroo in a dressing gown is painting the portrait of a stork in a morning coat and a top hat. Merry Christmas! There's lots of birds. Lots and lots of birds. A mob of birds with matches like torches, rich birds giving poor birds money, and a good number of cards with birds who are dead. There's a whole series that features dead birds, usually a robin, along with a festive holiday greeting. May yours be a joyous Christmas. And here's a picture of a dead bird. Even the few cards that I have found that have what we might expect from traditional Christmas cards, like Father Christmas bringing presents to children, have a weird, macabre tone. An expressionless Father Christmas staring through a window at unsuspecting children. A bored-looking Father Christmas stuffing a child into a sack. This, by the way, is nothing compared to the Krampus cards from Germany around the same period. Those are truly terrifying. At least part of the reason I became so interested in these cards is that we have this idea of the Victorian Christmas as the archetypal celebration of the holidays. 
the one all Christmases should and must measure up to. In a large part, many of the traditions, decorations, images, carols even, come from this period. Our expectations of what Christmas should be has been shaped by the Victorians. Various people have argued that Charles Dickens, quote, invented Christmas. That's a bit of an exaggeration, but Dickens did repopularize Christmas after a long period where the holiday was out of favor. Dickens recast the celebration as a one-day holiday with an emphasis on merriment within the family, as opposed to the 12-day carnival it was before the Puritans outlawed it. And despite this, despite the fact that Victorians have shaped and defined the celebration of Christmas to this very day, these cards show that there is a whole other way of expressing and celebrating Christmas that has been forgotten, left out, or replaced with something else. Christmas 2020, the pandemic Christmas, was the perfect reminder that traditions can change. When many of us were forced to celebrate over Zoom or found ways of connecting with family virtually or otherwise to replace the family gatherings that we all took for granted, a little reminder that Christmas is more than a few traditions was important. When Christmas was over, I started sharing Victorian New Year's cards, hashtag Victorian New Year cards. These have more of what we might expect from New Year's cards. Images of old men representing the old dying year, children representing the new upcoming year, images of libation and celebration, also lots of gnomes for some reason, and anthropomorphized moons, usually with the creepiest of expressions. And the children, the ones who symbolize the promise and hope of the new year, they're sometimes tapping kegs or making out with each other. The most shocking card of all is one that simply says Happy New Year, 1890, and depicts an old woman putting a child, with 1889 on his back, into a soup pot. So, while these cards have some iconography we recognize, they frequently have a dark twist that seems out of place to our modern sensibilities. Not many of us expect our New Year's cards to infer cannibalism. Author's note, I hope at least some people are open to this. I am figuring out a way to sell the reproductions of these cards in the very near future. I've recently moved on to Victorian Valentine's Day cards. Hashtag Victorian Valentine's cards. These cards aren't nearly as plentiful as the Christmas cards or even the New Year's cards. But they're delightful in their own weird ways. Some have birds dressed as people. The Victorians loved birds dressed as people although I haven't found any dead bird Valentine's Day cards yet. Some have children. Quite a few have devils. But many of them have the darkness of rejection. One of my favorite has a woman holding a giant lemon with the words, To my Valentine, on it, towards a man. The text reads, Tis a lemon I hand to you, and bid you now skidoo, because I love another, there is no chance for you. Ouch! This is a long way from I choo choose you or let's be friends. But these cards are interesting and weird. And the fascination that I have with them is because they seem so out of place. 
There are other Victorian cards that I've found, birthday cards, a couple of Halloween cards, but it's the Christmas cards and New Year's cards and Valentine's Day cards that I'm particularly drawn to because the expectations are just so different. Thank you for joining me on Geek 4. You can follow the show on Instagram and Twitter at Geek4Pod or me on Twitter at MWBoyce. If you listen on Apple Podcast, click the subscribe button and consider leaving a five-star review. Be sure to join us next time when we learn what someone else is a geek for.